0: What's popping y'all from wherever you're listening from? My name is Kenzie Rock and welcome or welcome back to this podcast which is Care Alive. This is season 2 of the podcast where we'll be talking about books, books and nothing but books. So today's episode will be focusing on the do's and the don'ts of being a writer. Whatever form of writer you are, this is the episode for you. So, warm up your seat, grab your cup of coffee and your notes and let's get started but before that follow me on my socials on instagram at kenzie underscore rock 100 for my personal instagram podcast by kenzie for this podcast instagram on twitter you can follow me at kenzie rock 100 snapchat at me at kenzie rock and we have a youtube channel here at kr live which is unicorn rainbow channel links will be in the description depending on what app you're listening from With all that, let's get started with today's episode. As I mentioned, the do's and the don'ts of being a writer. And personally, I believe that there's no such thing as an aspiring writer. You might not have something published, but the ability for you to actually write something captivating and make people want to read it and want to know more about it makes you a writer. So personally, I believe that everybody's a writer. The same way you can learn how to dance, the same way you can learn how to write. So writing advice is actually everywhere you look these days from blogs to youtube to 140 characters on twitter and a lot of these ideas with story structure plots elements and how to create memorable characters is what is elevated on uh, on all these sites you look at but that's not what we'll be focusing on here today rather than focusing on the plot or character or style today the do's and the don'ts will focus on uh, the practice of writing, how to develop good habits and uh, how to help shut out some of the inevitable distractions because personally I know that there are distractions when it comes to writing. So I'll do the do's, the don'ts, the do's, the don'ts. That's how a cycle will be. So the first do, the first do is do right every day ideally at the same time preferably without any distraction half an hour one hour 15 minutes depending on your schedule whatever works with you just pick a time and develop a habit and stick with it and please 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 make sure that your time is uh, a time when you're free from all sorts of distractions what are these distractions babies noise people calling you when you're writing because that's annoying and frustrating when you're trying to write something and someone is like hey come here or you're trying to write and you hear doors banging and you're trying to write and you hear children crying actually my ideal time personally is uh, between 9 p.m and uh, midnight i just write during that time because during the day you have kids running around people calling you your phone always on a buzz but at night 9 it's actually very peaceful. I've actually had a lot of ideas stream in during that moment. And uh, depending on your schedule, you'll find your right time. You don't have to write as many hours as I do. You can actually just set aside 15 minutes or 30 minutes of your day to write. Because um, you'll find that most people actually set a goal for themselves. They say like 10 months. I just need 10 months and I'll be done with this story. Or one week and I'll be done with this article. So you, all you need to do is just set time for you what works for you and uh, try to fit it in your schedule and stick to it please 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 stick to it the first don't don't worry about your word count please don't ever check your word count especially if you are a first start-out when it comes to writing if you don't write much of anything and you just sit there and stare at your computer it's okay no one will be judgy the practice is what matters and eventually the words will come to you you can actually start off slow and grow from that like um i remember my first piece of writing that people were very impressed with was actually a um what was it a children's uh, bedtime story i wrote it for my brother because he was little and he used to cry a lot and uh because my mom used to read me bedtime stories when i was younger and um right now i read for him all the books had no other stories so I had to invent my own and um I remember I was uh, 11 yeah I was 11 between 11 and 12 that was when I wrote my first stories and I wrote cute cute stories I actually remember them off head although I don't have the manuscripts I suddenly lost it but I do remember them off head all of them I wrote princess stories I wrote angel stories I wrote mystery stories I made brothers to enjoy that and from there when I grew, eventually grew, I could develop a very nice short story, and by the time I got into high school, I could write a nice poem, full poem, of seven lines and ten paragraphs. That was how I grew, and uh, eventually now I can actually have so much ideas put into place that I'm currently writing two novels, which I've been writing for four years, which is okay, but it's going well. And um, Just don't worry about the word count. It doesn't matter. Articles are 600 uh, 600 words. And uh, before you know it, you actually write an article and you realize, oh my god, I am in 800 words. So don't worry about the word count. Just write. Just write, 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 write. And then you'll grow from that because you're practicing and from that, eventually you'll grow. So do some writing exercises. If you can't think of anything at all to write, how do you do this? Let's say you, Actually, it's a trick I do. You treat it as an improv acting class. Um, you imagine. You just pick a scene and write the same scene, but from different points of view. So you have the first person, the second person, this third person who is limited, or the third person can be omniscient. Or pick a scene and write it from different tenses: present, person, future. And um, you realize that. With you get your brain working and uh, anything you write will actually help stimulate your brain and challenges you to write something that might not be comfortable doing in other times so for example you find that what i actually do is that whenever i dream of something i write it down even though i can't remember it so i just write down the idea let's say for example um there was a script i did uh just recently i called it rock bottom so i just dreamt about something And then I write it down and then I turn it into a script and then from that script I know I can get another script from it so because of that I've actually um, molded my brain to uh, to process different situations all at the same time so I can just have something or something that I hear somebody say or something I read in a newspaper and then turn it into a huge fictional story. If you're somebody who prefers documentaries, you can turn something into a documentary or a story and um, it just makes you more creative and makes your brain more um, active and makes you get more ideas and eventually you can actually write something from the top of your head. Very quick, very easy. Actually the least amount of time I've, I've used in writing a script was 10 hours and that was the script I did back in high school and uh, it took me 10 hours straight. I knew what I was going to write. People just saw me what they want and I wrote it 10 hours straight. came up with a 45 minute stage play and it was amazing and I loved it. So challenging your mind to come up with scenes people might seem that okay this girl is crazy this dude is crazy but you're trying to make yourself more creative you can actually tell your friends to tell you random ideas they've got you'll find people have random ideas of places they wish were real or situations they wish were real and you turn these stories into books or into songs or into pieces of writing so that's how you do writing exercises Don't pay attention to how much other people are writing. It doesn't matter if all your writer friends are on Twitter and are pumping 2,000, 3,000, 4,000 words a day. Just focus on what you can control and don't compare yourselves to others. After all, it's about quality and not quantity. They might have like a thousand pieces of writing, a thousand letter pieces of writing, but Your story, which is only 400 words, is actually better than theirs. So your quality is way better, but the quantity is little. Their quantity is larger, but their quality is lower. So don't worry about how your friends are writing. Don't compare yourselves. That's one thing and one mistake people do. They compare themselves to other writers. No writer is the same. You will read Stephen King's books and read R.L. Stein's books. They're in the same genre, but totally different stories totally different dimensions that's how you make a good book that's how you make yourself an amazing author. do carry a journal with you in your purse or your backpack this is actually something i do i normally have my notebook my notebook of ideas i call it my notebook of ideas um in high school used to call it my black book and um, it was filled with these crazy ideas that i had on writing right now i just carry a notebook um or a book and um, I just jot down anything I see on the road or something I can think about if you can't and you have the WPS or Microsoft Word on your phone you can actually use that as your journal and um, an actual book of blank pages that you write in with something that's actually called a pen (laughs) it helps you keep in touch with uh, the physical processes of writing and uh, it's easier to to write an idea down uh, in a notebook than uh, waiting to write it up on your laptop. And uh, when you write it on your laptop, I don't know. There is something about r- typing on a laptop and writing it down on a notebook that feels so different. Personally, when I'm writing on a laptop, I actually get a lot of distractions and eye stream because of the blue light, and um, the distractions may come like. pops out and you're like oh i've got to check my email or you're just writing something and then you're just staring at the screen but when you're writing on a book your concentration and all your senses are on that book and uh personally i just find it easy writing on a book then coming back later and uh writing everything back typing it and uh saying it on the screen then the vice versa so i don't know you can take this do it as you have But next up is a don't, which is don't check your Facebook profile or your Twitter account or your email during your dedicated writing time. Please don't, don't, don't check your social media because that is something that will pull you out of your writing session. Staying disconnected from the internet will allow you to stay connected with your writing. So just plug out that Wi-Fi. Back being a cave woman, the only type of electronic you should have is in your laptop. If you don't want electronics, take a book. If you want calming music, plug on your headphones, but don't run on that Wi Fi. Don't check your social media because I know it's tempting, so just switch off your data or turn off that Wi-Fi. It's very distracting and you don't want any distractions and that is one, one big, big major cause of distraction. And that distraction will actually cause you to forget what you are writing or write what you didn't intend to write. But do read as much as you can. Novels, short stories, magazines reading humor novels romance horror mystery suspense non-fiction memoirs poetry whatever piece of writing you can find don't get stuck reading the same thing over and over again even if you are writing something in that genre just shift and just find something else to read a well-rounded reader is a well-rounded writer that is actually something when it comes to reading then you can write absolutely anything you want to write personally the only thing i find boring actually is uh reading a specific genre of book over and over and over again so actually my co- collection of novels i have different sorts of novels i have memoirs i also have mystery novels i True life story novels. I have romance novels. So you just switch up. Read one this week. Read this other type of genre the other week. Switch it up, and now your brain will have these sorts of ideas, and you won't be stuck in one bubble of idea. Let's say you're just stuck with horror ideas, or stuck in romance ideas, or stuck in uh, mystery ideas. We're not trying to write one genre here. We are trying to cater for every single reader out there. So for that to be achievable. Read broad. You can even pick up a magazine. Who knows, you might be an article writer and not a novel writer. Uh Don't expect that you can learn how to write by reading a bunch of books on how to write. The best way on learning is actually writing. You can't teach somebody how to write. It's not like singing. You, can't t- you can teach someone to sing. You can teach someone how to dance. You can teach someone how to paint. But when it comes to writing, this is a whole different dimension of art. Which, if you can't, you just can't. So the only way to know if you can write is trying to. Just write down. And if you realize this is not the thing for me, probably it isn't but you can't learn how to write. That is actually not possible. It's not like learning how to use a spoon or learning how to walk. Writing is something that you're born with. Natural born writers, you can't teach somebody to write. If it's not their niche, it's not their niche. Just find something else. You can actually be a very good musician and who knows, you don't know how to compose a song, but you can sing. So try out something else if you find out that you're trying to write and it's not your thing. But do pay attention to song lyrics and movies, and appreciate why you like them. It's all writing actually. Even if it's a different type of writing, a writer can find inspiration of all sorts of places, and that isn't printed out in any magazine that. The only way to find inspiration Stephen King books, or the only way to find inspiration is by going to LA and staying in the Malibu beach. The only way you can find inspiration is through other people's works. Listen to music, listen to classical music, listen to hip-hop, listen to an inspirational talk. Go to YouTube, watch someone's videos, who knows, you can find something to write about just find inspiration from anywhere you can actually look outside and find inspiration from there you can look within your own home and find inspiration from there you can actually focus on yourself and you yourself can be an inspiration just go find it it's everywhere don't pay attention to what other people say you should be writing this is actually something i have faced people have told me oh no because of our You should write something godly, you should write something inspirational, but that's not my thing. I am a very creative person, I have a very imaginative mind. I love, love, love fictional books, and I love interacting with fictional characters. That's my niche. But don't take advice of people and telling you you should be writing this. If you feel that that's not your thing, don't do it. Just listen to yourself what do you want to write? I want to become a script writer? Do it. Do I want to become a stage play writer? Do it. If you want to become an author, what kind of author? What kind of genre do you want? Do you want to become a horror genre? Do you want to dive into the romance genre? Do you want to dive into the erotic genre? It's your choice. Don't let people fixate you into something that you don't want to do because if you take the advice and do what they want you to do, you actually end up having a very terrible piece or no piece of writing at all. So it all depends on you. So don't pay attention to what they tell you you should be writing. You're the one that matters. If they don't like it, somebody else will. Do write something that speaks to you. Something that makes you laugh or cry or get chills down your spine. Something that res- responds to you. It resonates with you. Because if it doesn't resonate with you, chances are that you're not going to resonate with anyone else out there. So if your piece of writing is supposed to make you happy, but you read it and you don't get this emotion of happy, then no one else will. If your piece of writing is supposed to scare you, scare everything out of you, and you read it and it doesn't give you chills, it won't do the same for anybody else. If you're trying to make A sorrowful story or a sorrowful piece of music, but you don't feel that emotion. Emotion matters. Just think what you want my readers to feel when they're reading this. Do you want them to be judgy? Do you want them to be sorrowful? Do you want them to be happy? Do you want them to cry? What do you want them to feel? If these emotions don't work with you, when you read them, actually. To it. So please, please, please do write something that speaks to you. If it doesn't, throw it away. Just delete it. Burn those pages. It's not worth it. Don't try to get absolutely perfect at the same time. There is no such thing as a perfect first try. That is what rewrites are actually for. If you spend all of your time rewriting, writing your first chapter you'll never get to the second chapter written or even the third and that was one mistake i actually did i rewrote my first chapter 5 times and i've been stuck with this novel for 4 years i've only gotten to the 11th chapter the first draft was actually 24 chapters i rewrote it it went down to 15 i rewrote it it's now down to 11 and if i only I'd actually be done by now and actually have it published. The publishers have been reading it for four straight years. Actually, one of my very close friends has read that. I started writing it in high school and she loved it. It was one of her favorite things. And she was like, Kenzie, when is your next chapter out? And I'm like, I don't know reviewing it. That is something I didn't know. I started reviewing my draft before I was done. So don't do that. There's nothing like the perfect first try. That's why we have drafts. Have your first draft. If you find yourself in a situation when you have a second draft before you have a final product, then you're in the right track. But if you find yourself in a situation when you've written a piece of writing and you think that that's perfect, trust me, it's not. Find somebody else to read it and they'll... Find mistakes in there that you probably didn't find, but please, please, please don't make perfection your first priority. Just write, focus on your writing, and then when you're done, review it. And when you're done, review it. Have somebody else review it. If you don't have somebody trustworthy to review, take it to a publisher. They have editors who will review the work for you and tell you where they want the changes before the be published but don't make any perfections during your first try do get feedback from a writer's group or a couple trusted friends or even your colleagues family members are okay but the only thing they're going to do is give you a not so honest critique criticism is very helpful and very constructive but only in your final revision and uh, if you have a close friend, give it to him or her, let them read it, let them review it, Tell, and then they let you know um, what they like about it, what they don't like about it. And uh, if you have a group of writers who are your friends, have them read it and tell you what changes you can actually make from it. And if it's good, they tell you we can publish it. But family members, they're actually there to your ego and tell you it's great it's great i've actually had my mother read my works and she's like it's great it's awesome but when i'm reviewing it i actually find mistakes and i'm like okay she lied and that's because they are your family they won't tell you that this thing is bad because they don't want to discourage you so just give it to somebody else apart from your family member i prefer don't giving it to family members until it's done completely but Always make sure that you get a feedback before publishing your work or making it go public. Don't try to please everyone who gives you feedback. Please, even though you're looking for great feedback, let it be honest. Writing is subjective and everyone is going to have their own reaction to what you've written. Some will like it, some will hate it, some will have a confusion, they won't know what it's all about. Using these suggestions will help you improve your story and will actually make you know what you want to tell them and what you want to draw out from your story. So take all criticism positively. If somebody says, I hate this part of the story, accept it. If somebody else says, I like this part of the story, but this part, not so good just take all the criticisms positively jolt them down somewhere go back review it if you want to make changes okay if you don't fine by me but take all the criticisms positively and don't try to please anyone by telling them oh just tell me you know i worked so hard on this it took me three four years to complete this so just please tell me something great about it no if it all comes back negative there's definitely something wrong with it. Just take it positively. Try to change it and switch it up if you want to. If you want to keep it that way, just do. But don't try to please anyone in order to get positive feedbacks. Do realize that once you have sent your novel out to the world, it doesn't belong to you anymore. It belongs to the readers. Okay? It's not yours. And not everyone is going to to like it. Accept that the fact and deal with it. And learning how to take everything not so personally is something that you have to build yourself to acknowledge. Because let's say for example, J.K. Rowling, right? Not everybody loved Harry Potter in the beginning. When the first book was published, it wasn't actually that much of a big hit. When the chamber of secrets was released oh my god that book was a hit and people didn't believe actually that the first book was not that much sold and within the years her books managed to get sold all over the world so don't 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 expect that everybody will love your book or your poem or anything because this is a big world not everybody will fit into your demographic of a picture-perfect story. Some people want bad endings. Some people want happy endings. Some people want a, a, a suspenseful ending. And uh, some people just want a story that does not make sense. So we all have our tastes. And when your piece of writing goes out there, when your song goes out there, critics will come back. A feedback will come back. This percentage will love it. This percentage will hate it. All in all, at least they read it. That's all that matters. They read it, you have your feedback, and now you know. The next piece of writing, what will I change? What will I add because of this first piece of writing? So don't take everything personally, okay? Don't take anything personally. If it comes back all negative, it all means that you need to change something. Try something new. Don't, ch- don't take it anything personally. It's not that they hate you or they hate, hate, hate you writing. They just weren't happy with it. Okay? Don't, please, don't forget that you're supposed to be writing every single day. That is something that you should remember at the top of your head. I am supposed to write every single day. That was something I told you in the beginning it's something i'm telling you now never forget that you're supposed to write every day writing every day will actually make you grow you might write for your friends you might write for family you might write for your colleagues you might write for your school but writing every day it's a form of practice and practice practice makes perfect Never forget that, and I hope that you remember all the 16 do's and don'ts of writing. I haven't talked about how you're going to write. That's up to you. I haven't talked about what you should write. That's up to you. I haven't talked about why you should write. That's up to you. Please, please, please don't focus on articles or videos or podcasts that tell you that this is what you should be writing right now. It's 2020. This is what you should be writing. It's the 21st century. This is how you should write. These are the stories you should focus on. That is up to you. I personally might decide to go all the way back and remake a Shakespeare poem and write it today as a novel. Somebody else might go back, take Romeo and Juliet, and decide to write it as a poem today. It all depends on you. You might decide that you want to write a story about the Generation Z. Who cares, it's all about you. You are what matters. You know what the people need. You know that somewhere out there, somebody will read this book and they'll love it and they'll appreciate it. That's all that matters. Don't listen to anybody else. It all matters with you. I hope that today's episode has taught you a lot on the do's and the don'ts of being a writer. And please, please, please remember that there is no such thing as an aspiring writer. If you're a writer, believe in it. No matter how little your work might seem, it makes you a writer. Because writing is an art and it's the only art that you can teach somebody to do. It comes from within. You're born with it not you that's not your magic okay so I'll see you next time on the next episode I hope you enjoyed today's episode my name has been Kenzie Rock and I hope that I'll see your comments on the comment sections on my social media platforms which will be on Instagram at Kenzie Rock 100 for my personal podcast by Kenzie for these podcasts Instagram obviously on Twitter, I have a general one, Kensley rock 100 Snapchat, you can add me at KenzyRock. And loves, please, Kenzy is spelled as K-E-N-Z-I-E, Rock, R-O-C-Q-U-E. Links will be in the description down below. And as I mentioned, we have a YouTube channel. You can we go like, share, and subscribe? I'll put the links down below depending on where you're listening from. Till next time, ciao!